This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. A very good Monday morning and welcome along to this week's edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the tennis podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. I'm Nigel Seeley. I'm looking ahead to this week's WTA action with our WTA handicapper, Rory Giovanni. It was a epic week last week for me personally, out in Miami, living it up with Drake, 50 Cent and all of my mates now. And also to cop it all, <laughs> cop it off, we landed the 100 run winner with Petra Kvitsifer. That... That you got to take some weeks. If if, if 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 Carlsberg did weeks, Rory. Apart from well, it the first started off one, badly because you lost your yes. phone, so it could have. It started off dreadfully, but it really picked yeah. up after that, mate. I um, was going to say if Carlsberg did four days, they yeah. would be the that would be the four days. But uh, yeah, it was an epic week, and it ended up with, on the high with that amazing match where Kvitova went through. But uh, you don't get them much, mate. You don't get that. You got to milk it while you can. Absolutely. I mean. Three of our, well, my two outright picks and Kvitova made it through to the last 16, but only Kvitova got through. And I mean, she should have lost that match to Vivara Gracheva. She made really hard work of it. Gracheva had enough chances to win. Um, and then in the final, that tie break, was it 16 14 in the first set tie break? That was epic. Um, and that really knocked the stuffing out of Rybakina, who I, I kept thinking during the tournament she looked tired because obviously she'd won in Indian Wells. And completing that sunshine double is, it's difficult. It's hard to do. But um, yeah, fantastic from Kvitova, 100 to 1. I mean, perhaps the biggest upset of the tournament was Serana Kirstia beating Arena Sabalenka, who'd looked superb up to that point. And uh, Kirstia definitely one to watch for the clay court season. With Kvitova, I know you're already on for Wimbledon. I, I, I just, it was, it was a funny old week and... Obviously, Sviontek missed the tournament. Sabalenka went out. She had put out um, Barbara Krzykova. Um, Rybakina obviously got to the final, couldn't quite do it. I mean, Rybakina still looks the player to beat at Wimbledon. But Kvitova, two-time winner. You never know. And what price is she now? 10 to 1, 12 to 1, something like no, that? No, I think I think I think it's still around about 1,600. Okay. Some, some other books are as big as 25 to 1, which is crazy. Well, but, uh, I think Rybakina's got a... A huge amount of things to defend the title. That first day at Wimbledon, when you come in as the champion, it's, it's all well and good winning it when you, when you're a young sort of no hoper and, and nobody expects you to do anything. When you come back, you've got to defend it. That's a different kettle of fish. So, uh, I think the Wimbledon Championship this year is is wide open in the men's and the women's draw. But uh, it's about the women's here today. And it was uh, last week's bets are forgotten about. You know, betters' memories are like goldfish. They'll they'll they'll, they'll criticise me this week when I when I give a minus. 110 uh, women in the first round and forget about the 101 shot. That's the nature of the business we live in. So it's, last week has gone. We're back to reality. 
Now I'm back from Miami. I'm in Kent now. I've took the dog for a walk. It's it's raining. It's cold. So we're back to reality now. Right? With a bump, and yeah. And we're back to reality with the tennis offering this week on the WTA Tour as well. Uh, the first tournament we're going to talk about is the Credit One Charleston Open, which is on clay. Uh, it's a clay, green clay, the American green clay. Uh, it's a WTA 500 event. And to be fair, it's not really a bad tournament. You've got Jess Pegler, the number one seed. You've got Angebur, uh, number two, but struggling with his injuries. We've got Paola Badosa in the draw, looking to uh, to come back from uh, from her injury problems. But in the bench, it's disappointed slightly last week. But it's a decent enough draw uh, this week in it, it's a 64-player draw, so it's unusual in that in that sense as well. And let's look at the outright market. Uh, Jess Pekler is the four-dollar favourite. Anja Burr is plus five hundred. Belinda Benchik is plus seven hundred. She's the defending champion. Kudermetsova, who also won this in twenty twenty-one, she's ten. Oh, she's a thousand. Victoria Azarenka, twelve hundred. Kazakina, fourteen hundred. Alexandrova performed very well in Miami at plus sixteen hundred. Madison Keys, another winner here at seventeen hundred. Paula Badosa, as I mentioned, eighteen hundred. And Magda Lynette is twenty-five hundred. Uh, before we give your look at your picks and your that breakdown of the draw. I can imagine looking at the previous winners, Madison Keys, uh, Benchic, uh, they don't really come across as your natural clay court players. So I'm presuming this will be quite a fast clay court here in Charleston this week. It is a bit different from the normal traditional red stuff. And as you say, the the list of previous winners tells you that. yeah, it's a bit faster, this green clay. This is actually the 50th edition. It's one of the old favourites on the WTA tour. And uh, it's, um, yeah, it's thrown up some surprises down the years. Uh, one interesting thing, you know, despite the fact that it is quicker than normal clay, which you'd, you'd expect someone like, for instance, Victoria Azarenka to have done well here. She's been around for a long time. She's never reached the final here, uh, which is something of a surprise. Um Jessica Pegula, she's the favourite. One thing I took out from Miami, I mean, she had more than enough chances against Rybakina in, in the semi-finals and just couldn't get it done. And I just still have a few doubts about her in clutch situations. She is the favourite here. Last year, she went out in the third round to Coco van der Vey, who's a player who's, you know, on her day was very good, very good server, but well past her best last year. So... Even though you would think that these not being really speed, really slow clay conditions, Pegula would be very well fancied. She is the favourite. I've I definitely got reasons to oppose her. Um, yeah, so as far as the draw is concerned, the top half looks much tougher than the bottom. So you've got Pegula in there. Paola Badoza, who I was very interested in, she had match point against Rebakina in Miami. And she's getting back to her best after injury. Um, but that top quarter is stacked. So if Badoza, her first round match is, is against Maya Sheriff, who's very good on clay, then it would she'll be shoot, Layla. She'll shoot, she'll shoot. She'll okay. shoot the Sheriff. She'll, 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 Layla Fernandez in round two. Kudometova, previous winner in round three. And then possibly Pagula in the quarterfinals. Um, the second quarter looks a bit easier. You've got Benchich, the reigning champion, and Ekaterina Alexandrova in there. Um, and Alexandrova actually reached the semi-finals last year and she played very well in Miami to reach the quarter-finals where she went out to Kvitova. So in the top half, I quite fancy Alexandrova at, at 1,600. The bottom half, goodness me, looks absolutely wide open. Uh, you've got Azarenka in there. Um, 
you've got the likes of Kazakina, who hasn't done very much this season. You know, it's Jabur's in there, as we say, recovering from injury, still not not back to back to peak form. And in the bottom half, I'm going to give Magda Lynette another chance here in the bottom half. Um, she reached the quarterfinals 12 months ago, and she's a much better player now. Obviously, she reached the semis in Melbourne at the Australian Open. She beat Azarenka in Miami. Then she went out to Pegula. I think these conditions will suit her better than Pegula. So if they were to meet again, which wouldn't be till the final, I'd, I'd fancy Lynette's chances. But I don't think she's in bad form. And to me... 2,500, 25 to 1 looks a little bit big about the pole. So there, Rory's picks in the top half of the draw. We are going for uh, Alexandrova at plus 1,600. And in the bottom half of the draw, we're going for Magda Lynette at the plus 2,500. Me, personally, I'm going to go for Paola Vadosa. I, I know yeah. she's got a tough draw. I really want to fade Jessica Pegula. I think Jessica Pegler is a complete nice fade this week. She she had some really long games in Miami in that heat, that soaring heat. She hasn't got far to travel, but she then went on to the final last night in, in the doubles with Coco Goff, won the tournament. Coco Goff is having the week off. Pegler has looked tired. She's played a lot of tennis already this year, and I can't trust her in um, big game situations. I think she's an early casualty. I think she could go out in round two. I think she could potentially go out in round in round three, and I think that opens the draw up. And I think Bedosa is a takeout for the clay court from what we saw last week for Miami. From the women's tour, the takeout for me was Kvitova, and obviously I've better quite substantially to win Wimbledon at big prices. And um, my takeout from was Bedosa. She's getting back to her best. Now, if a Bedosa from last year was playing in this tournament, even given that draw, I think she'd be close to being the favourite, or probably would be the favourite. And I don't think she's far back to her best. So I think you're going to, on clay in a tournament like this with a player who comes in full of confidence, she'd be absolutely devastated if she failed to take a match point against Ribikina. But Ribikina is the inform, one of the informed players in the world. In the cold light of day, she'll take huge heart from that. And I think at plus eighteen hundred, it's too big. So I'm going to I'm going to go for Bedosa because I just feel that the price is. I know it's reflected in the draw, but a Bedosa of this time last year would be. Very, very close, if not close to favourite of this tournament. I agree. So and I, I said, Badosa, because we had a chat before we went on air, so to speak. Badosa was the name I put down first, mm. and she was my first pick from the top half. And then I looked at the draw and thought, ooh, this looks a bit tricky. Um, especially, you know, two tough matches to start, and then Kudametsva in round three. And, and Kudametsva, I think quite possibly could win this top half, but she's a bit short in the betting for me. I think it's open, but yeah, you, you do well to get out of that top quarter. And and that's why I fancy, I just think Alexandra over in the second quarter is just a slightly better bet, mm -hmm. but I can definitely see the logic for Badoza because... I think the, yeah. the other question, sorry, Roy, just one other thing. The, the other question is, if Badoza was placed in the bottom half of the draw, the easiest section of the draw, Backer, she would be, yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd better, so you'd, so, but, but she would be half the price, so that you yeah. know, she, that's the difference. And so, she is the takeout, but it's whether you think that price is, is value. I think once you when, when you've got a player who's got history and a player who's got huge reputation like her, who's a proven winner, I think you have a rebase as her as the tournament goes on. So, at the beginning, she starts as like a, a tentative favorite in some of these matches. If she wins around two and wins around three. But very similar to Kvitova. If she gets through to like round three and she's a proven winner and a former like what, top four in the world, 
then we have a rebase because we know she's fit. So I, I feel that the, the, the draw could open up for her, and I think we could have a rebase on her. And I think in the next week, and when we come over to Europe, we're going to have a real big rebase on Badosa because she's not far away from the top four. I agree. I mean, I think, you know, she's reached the quarterfinals the last two years at Charleston. So, you know, she she goes well here. I think she's definitely on her way back. She should have beaten Ribakina. You know, she should have won in straight. She had match point um, and then then lost in three. But as you say, Ribakina probably probably the form player in, in women's tennis right now. And yeah, I can see it. I'm going to kick myself if she goes on to win it, and you, and you pick another winner. <laughs> so... Well, I'm all the only. I'm I'm already. I'm not. It's not that I'm confident or anything like that. But I've already started to Google how to do the Charleston so that I can get my uh, my, my my Twitter tweet <laughs> of me doing the Charleston on Sunday night. So I'm trying. I'm going to do Charleston Charleston this week to make sure that uh, that we win this. So they're the picks. They're the reasonings for the picks. Obviously, we've got some first round matches and some selected. <clears throat> number of matches there we've got six games that you want to talk about Roy. just just take us through them and uh, i'll give you some odds from bet rivers on the on other mark as well so take us from the top teachman against frivatova yeah you'll touch she she was thrashed by carolina mukova in miami frivatova didn't get very far either she went down to katherine seboff who's actually in our second match we're going to look at i think frivatova looks a little bit big here um but and it's probably the match of the first round, or one of the matches of the first round. But um, I'm not going to have a bet here on Teichman versus Frivertova. I am going to have a bet in the second one, though, which is Lauren Davis against Catherine Zeboff. And Zeboff from Canada, um, she did well in Miami. As I say, she beat Frivertova. She wasn't disgraced against Jessica Pegula. Um, Lauren Davis, she's been out for a couple of months. She's had an abdominal injury. She won in Hobart at the start of the season. Um, as I say, she's been out for a couple of months and Sebov isn't playing badly. Um, so I think at those prices, I definitely fancy Sebov to win there. That's it. Yeah, that Plus match starts today. That, that's, a, that's an early start today. It's at 11.30 a.m. Eastern time. So make sure you go to the Bet Rivers website. Check that market out. Seboff is currently plus 150. The spread is three and a half. You can bet Seboff plus three and a half. And the totals are 20 and a half. And remember, if you place a wager on the Bet Rivers uh, website, you'll be able to watch the game live stream as well, which is another incentive to do it if it isn't covered in one of your um, television networks over there. Uh, Bonda is plus 128 against Blinkova, uh, minus 159. The spread is two and a half, and the totals here are 21 and a half. That's another early start today, 11.30 Eastern time. What are your thoughts on that one, Rory? Yeah, Bondar's proved a bit expensive for me so far this season. Um, she is a clay court specialist. She doesn't play badly on hard courts, but she just results haven't really gone her way. Back on clay, and I know it is green clay, so there are slight differences here, but I think she's got a great chance here against Anna Blinkova. Both players in pretty average form, but the Hungarian back on her favoured surface. I expect her to win at plus 128. Those three matches on the top of the uh, graphic there are all today. So they're all early starts. Uh, Teachman against Favotova uh, is at 11 o'clock start. So make sure you really likes my pronunciation there. Uh, let's move on to tomorrow's uh, matches. There's three games tomorrow. Shelby Rogers against Danielle Collins in an All-American clash. Uh, Collins is the favourite, minus 141. Shelby 
Rogers is plus 115. The spread is one and a half, and the totals are 21 and a half. We'll just quickly give you the other times, and you can take it away from there. We have Alicia Parks, another American player. She's uh, plus 150 against Schneider, plus one, uh, minus 190. The spread is three and a half. The total is 21 and a half. And Leila Fernandez, a uh, very heavy favorite, minus 590 against Rodina, plus 430. Spread five and a half. Totals 19 and a half. And that match is tomorrow at 8 p.m. in the evening. Take us through those games, Rory. Yeah, Rogers Collins, neither player particularly strong on clay, but Rogers did win their only previous meeting on the surface at last year's French Open, and that was in straight sets. Um, neither player in particularly good form either. I mean, I, I'd had this much closer in the betting. Um, I think Rogers to win at plus 115, you can't really go wrong with that bet. To me, this is a pick and match. So Rogers at plus 115 for me. The second match that we're looking at tomorrow, Parks against Schneider, both in pretty abysmal form and back on the back of long losing runs. But as I've mentioned earlier, big servers often do well here at Charleston. Madison Keys won the title three years ago, mentioned Coco van der Vee beating Jessica Pegula last year. Just can't help but think that Parks is overpriced here. Um, so again, similar logic to Rogers Collins. I think Parks at plus 150 here is a bet um, for all that, She's not been in great form, but neither has Schneider. She's lost quite a few matches recently. Uh, and the bottom match there, I thought Radina's she's shown a few glimpses of form recently. Her world ranking's very high at the moment. I think she's in 250, 300. But she beat Elise Cornet, uh, Elise Cornet at Indian Wells, and she beat Bernardo Perra in Miami. Fernandez has been a bit in and out, and... Um, she fell at the first hurdle last year to Magda Lynette, and that was well before Lynette had her breakthrough uh, late last year, beginning of this year. Um, I think Radina can give her something to think about here. Um, she might not win, but uh, I'll, I'll take her to win a set. So uh, Radina to win a set at plus 148 is the bet here. There you have it. Five nice plus money picks from Rory uh, for tomorrow and today in Charleston. The two matches today he likes uh, Seboff plus 150. Remember, that starts at 11.30 Eastern time, so head to the Bet Rivers website. There's 26 different markets on these matches as well. A Bonda at plus 128 to, to beat Blinkova. Uh, Shelby Rogers tomorrow in the All-American Clash against Daniel Collins, plus 115. Alicia Parks at plus 150. And Rodina to win a set at plus 148. And the outright picks, we have Alexandrova, Paola Badosa for me. And in the bottom half of the draw, your pick was, I can't remember if it's on my head, what was the other one in the bottom half of the draw? Uh, it was Magdalene. Magdalene. Yeah. So they are Rory's picks and my uh, sessions on the Charleston Open. And we have another tournament in Bogota in Colombia. Um, when we say come back down to earth with a bump, uh, it's an understatement here. You come back down to earth with a bump here. This is a WTA 250 event. And really, even me, I had to, I had to go through some of these CD players to see what they've done. I've never even heard of half of them. So that's how bad this tournament is. It shows you how bad a tournament is that Elise Mertens is the number one seed. Number two, uh, number two seed is Satalia uh, Maria, who won this tournament in 2022. Now, we're talking about differences in clay. We're talking about the clay courts over in Charleston being probably quite quick. I'm, I'm imagining here... It's going to be very, very different, very, very slow, very, very hard, uh, very tough conditions for whoever eventually comes through and wins his tournament on Sunday. I watched a lot of this tournament last year uh, because I backed Tatiana Maria and she won it. It's a bit of after timing for you. Um, but it's the, these are the slowest clay courts I have ever seen. Genuinely, they are 
deathly slow. And Maria won the title. She came through the qualifiers. She just sliced and diced all the way. And obviously the backspin just took so much effect and, and, and she went, went on to win the title. Um, so it's, it's a complete contrast to Charleston. This, these are really, really slow courts. Definitely not one for the big hitters. Definitely one for patient players who can get the ball back and just not make unforced errors. Now, the odds here are very, very interesting. Um, we can probably get them up on the screen now. Yeah, Elise, the outright markets there. Elise Mertens, plus 225. Definitely not for me on this on the on this sort of slow surface. You know, she's she's not a great player on clay. Tatiana Maria's second favourite defending champion, not in the best of form. Sara Soribes Tormo. She this is her first tournament in six months after injury. It'd be asking a lot for her to win this on her return. But the reason why I'm saying the odds are very interesting. There was a clay court tournament in Mexico last week with a number of these players involved. And Italian veteran last from the past, Sara Edirani, the former French Open runner-up. She was beaten in the final by compatriot Elisabetta Cocciaretto, who we've backed a couple of times earlier this season. Now, Cocciaretto isn't here, but Irani is. And, you know, she beat Maria in straight sets in the quarterfinals. I think it was 6-2, 6-1 in the quarterfinals in Mexico. So she's in good form. Irani is plus 2,800. 2800 to win this which i think is huge you know this tournament will not take a lot of winning at all um she's in the top half of the draw if i'm not mistaken now in the bottom half of the draw she's actually seeded rory as well she's seeded yeah she's seeded number five (laughs) i mean that just shows you how bad this tournament and 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 when you consider she's seeded number five and she's a, a proven winner in majors and, 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 and you know, she didn't win, she didn't win the French Open. She got the final of the French Open, I think. She'll, she'll win yeah, that's right. One. But um, consider she's a winner on clay in slow conditions and the form you've got. But to be seeded number five and at plus 2,800 is, is, is quite eye-opening, really. It is. Because, I mean, in fairness, I mean, I think, you know, they, all the bookies have been concentrating on Miami last week. They haven't really looked at this tournament that was in Mexico. Before this tournament in Mexico, Irani was in no sort of form at all. So she's suddenly come back to form last week. And that's probably why her price is so big. She's much too big. She has to be backed this week um, at, at plus 2,800. Um, and in the bottom half, you know, it's wide open. I mean, I, I think the favourite from the bottom half is probably Yastremska, who, or it's Maria actually, and you've got Yastremska in there. I, I wouldn't trust Yastremska in these conditions. I wouldn't trust her in most conditions because her temperament's pretty lousy sometimes and she gets very frustrated. I think she'll get very frustrated in these conditions, although she did reach the quarterfinals last year. Laura Pigossi from Brazil, she made the final last year and she's not in the best of form, but you know she can obviously play in these conditions and she's... 50 to 1, she's plus 5,000. I think that looks absolutely huge. I think that the, the, the odds makers here have got it all a bit a bit slightly out. And they've gone for players who maybe have played well in on hard court recently. And that would certainly explain why Elise Mertens is the favourite. Um, and Maria obviously made the final last year. She's second favourite, but she's not in any sort of form. So 
you know, I think they've missed this tournament last week in Mexico. So, you know, I've, I've gone for two at a big prices and Irani, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm really confident, but she'll definitely outrun her odds. She doesn't have the easiest of openers, having said that. She's up against uh, Avanesian from uh, from Russia. But um, if she can get through that, I think she can go a long way. She can definitely go a long way in this tournament. Yeah, very much so. Forms good coming in. Conditions will suit. Irani, former French Open finalist in a tournament like this to get 2,800 and she seeded. Does sound a bit of value. I've got no real picks in it, so I'm going to just bet those two and cheer them off with you, Rory. Um, <laughs> I haven't really mastered my uh, Colombian dancing yet, but I'm sure next week with, with the Charleston, we'll, we'll switch a bit of to reggaeton. The... I'm sure you could. Yeah, we'll, 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 um, listen, I mean, me and reggaeton, we're good mates. Anyway, uh, let's move <laughs> on to uh, the Bogota uh, matches. Uh, we've got some selected matches, four matches you want to talk about there. With the first game we're going to talk about is Eugene Bouchard. Um, a girl whose career has sort of spiralled at the moment. But I saw I saw her play in Dubai and she was on the comeback trail. She's a heavy favourite, minus 182 against uh, West Bromwich Albion's sister, uh, Yen N. Albion, a plus 145. Um, what do you think there? Yeah, uh, this is, I think this is her first match since Dubai. She hasn't played since January. So um, interesting, a former Wimbledon finalist, of course. Clay really isn't her surface, but she's up against a Swiss player in no sort of form. I think this is one to watch and see, you know, how Bouchard is playing. And if she's playing well, as I say, this tournament won't take a lot of winning. Um, I don't think she'll go that far, but definitely one to watch for the season and see if she can recapture those past glories. I mean, it's, she hasn't shown a lot of form in a long time, but you never know. This might be the, might be the one to kickstart her career again. Yeah, that match starts at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, remember, head to the Bet Rivers website. 28 different bets on that match. The spread is three and a half, and the totals are 21 and a half. Uh, you've got three other matches you want to talk about. Just take them through, Roy, and give us any, any of the angles or any of the picks you like on those three matches. Yeah, Aliona Bolsova Zadoinov up against Sara Saribes Torobo. Uh, that's exactly why I handed it over to you, Rory. <laughs> that's, exactly, <laughs> that's exactly why I said, Rory, you, 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 over to you, my friend. Yes. I didn't fancy uh, that is, one. As I said, this is Saribes' first tournament in six months. Bolsova's had some decent results so far this season. I think, I think this could well go three sets with Saribes making her comeback. So over two and a half sets at plus 160 is the bet here. Uh, moving on to the next one, I think the odds are well out here. Rosa Vicens Mass uh, from Spain, plus 330 against Peyton Stearns, minus 435. As I've said, these courts are seriously slow. Stearns has done well this season on hard courts. Vicens is very good on clay. She won an ITF tournament on clay uh, in Tucumán in Argentina last month, and she reached the final the week before at the same venue. She didn't beat any great players with, you know, big credentials or world rankings. But I think Stearns, as I've said, is so slow. I can't I can't overstate how how slow these courts are. I think she'll find this a bit of a shock. She certainly will find it difficult to hit winners here. Um, so Vissens Mass at plus 330, I'm going to win this, going straight in there. And finally, Carolina Alves against Diana Yastremska. Um I've said before, you know, if you're backing Yastremska at minus 625 to win anything, I think you're heading for the poorhouse pretty quickly. Her temperament's questionable, and I can see her, as I said, getting very frustrated here. She reached the quarterfinals last year going out to Alves' fellow Brazilian, Pigossi, 
who are tipped outright. Uh, Alves did well to come through qualifying. She did lose to Vicenz Mass, who I've just mentioned last month in the Tucuman final. Um, I think Jess Dremska will come through, but um, Alves to win a set at plus 160 for me is the bet here. They have it. Three different bets, three different markets, over two and a half sets in the Cerebus Torno match. Uh, Vincenz Maher to beat Stearns, uh, someone who we're not going to think is going to be capable to to compete as well as she does on the American clay, so with this, uh, this South American clay. And that match is tomorrow at 11 a.m. Uh, the Cerebus uh, Toro match is tonight at 8 p.m. And the final match tomorrow at 11 a.m. 11 a.m. is Alves against Yastramesca. And we're taking Alves plus to win a set. To win a set at plus 160, that's right. To win a set, plus 160. There's the three bets in Bogota. And that has been Monday's uh, game bet match here on Betting Weekly. Thank you very much for everyone for watching. And there's three ways that you can follow all our uh, fantastic uh, content here on uh, Betting Weekly. You can follow us on your preferred podcast provider. Just do a little search for Betting Weekly game bet match. Uh, you can get all the stuff that myself, Rory, Sean Calvert and James Blake will be back on Wednesday after his mammoth 10 days in Miami. As tournament director, he did a fantastic job. You can, you can also follow us on our YouTube channel at the Bet Rivers Network, where just give us a subscribe and you'll get an alert every time any one of our fantastic shows drops, which includes the soccer, the baseball, the season starting up in the, the baseball, the basketball as well. Uh, and also you can follow us on our Twitter handle at Because We Win. Sean Calvert is currently in on his way to Marrakesh. He'll be giving you some uh, on-court uh, bets like I did in Miami. I don't think he's going to have the same kind of uh, vibe in Miami, but uh, he's going to need an umbrella in Marrakesh. Unfortunately, I didn't need an umbrella in Marrakesh. And obviously, Rory will give some updates as the tournament goes on as well as the soccer as well. It's a big week of soccer this week. The Premier League has a midweek slate and back for the weekend with more action as well. Rory, thank you very much as always for joining us. Have a great week and uh, we'll catch up with you next week. And thanks to everyone for watching and please uh, keep subscribing and we want to get out those charts on the Apple podcast. So please download us on your preferred podcast provider. Take Okay. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.